You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Cowboys have second and 18. Setting up a screen for Elliott with blocking. Huge play. Elliott into Steeler territory. Down the sideline. And in for the touchdown. No flags. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Uh, it's good to hear the voice of Joe Buck. That's how you know big games are back. We get one tonight. It's on NBC. No Joe Buck. We'll hear him on Sunday. But we get the Cowboys and the Bucks tonight. Let's talk some football here. Joe G, Joe O, Aaron Hawksworth, Becky Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Ed Egros about to join us here from FanDuel. Of course, Ed, the host of the Odds and Eds podcast. You can also check out the Football Analytics Show. Ed is doing with Ed Fang of the Power Rank, heading into the NFL opening weekend. Ed's been with us before. We love having him on. Ed, let's start here. Cowboys Bucks tonight. It's a big number and it's moved. It's Bucks minus eight and a half. The uh, total fifty one and a half. What are you feeling tonight? When you when you when you look at the game when when you break this one down, what's your first thought? Points Bucks. How you playing tonight, Ed? Well, first of all, this is the absolute perfect example of why you need to pounce on a line early. So when we get mm-hmm. to the regular season, when these things come out Sunday night, Monday morning, whenever. That's when you need to get your value there because when it was at six and a half, it was a terrific, terrific Tampa Bay opportunity. Now all the value has been beaten down and it's getting dangerously close to where I don't think it's even feasible or at least it's getting close to that point. So as far as where I still think there's value to me, it's going to be at the total, not so much because I think Dak Prescott's going to have a phenomenal performance, but I think as the game wears on and Tampa Bay jumps out to a sizable lead, that's when Dak is probably going to try different things, and then he'll have a success there offensively. So there is some variability with such a large spread, but do I think both teams can combine for, say, 52-53? Uh, eventually, I think so, yeah. Ed, this, uh, this matchup that we have tonight kind of reminds me uh, about our conversation as, uh, that you just hinted at with the total uh, a week ago, just how much more offenses matter right now and we usually don't handicap the defenses too much, and that's not the case at the college level. But with this matchup tonight, um, what are some things that you consider when looking at the defensive side, if anything? And and I say this specific matchup uh, reminds me of that conversation because we are talking about the extremes, the extremely poor defense of the Cowboys. They add to it only via the draft and a change at defensive coordinator, and we have an, an extremely, really, really good defense on the Tampa Bay side, whether we're talking about against the run or the pass. Does that come into your thinking at all? 
it's interesting because one thing I would probably push back on, and it's more of sort of a you know proviso more than anything else, is when you look at this Tampa Bay defense during the regular season in terms of say EPA for dropback, they were actually pretty average. When they had their uh, injuries to the defensive line, Tampa Bay did, then there were some passing attacks that really exploited that in large part because, say, someone like Drew Brees, for instance, was not uh, getting pressured too much. And so he was able to sling it around to 10, 11, 12 different targets on that one Sunday night game. And so it's one of those things where everything has to begin with the with generating quarterback pressures if you are Tampa Bay because I think the secondary still has some real questions. But it's possible that given uh, the absence of Zach Martin along the offensive line for the Cowboys, that Tampa Bay will be able to generate pressure at least when it comes to the first half. And so it's something where, yes, this, this Tampa Bay defense is an important asset and is an important factor in handicapping this game, but the pass defense still needs to show me something where, yeah, the Super Bowl was a phenomenal performance, but with a larger sample size, there are some real questions. And I think as, as people try to build some parlays and props for tonight's game, we realize that the Cowboys are going to have to throw. If they're going to have any chance to win, they're going to have to throw. Probably coming back late in this game, going to need to throw. But it's, it's interesting. Usually with running back by committee, we're not sure where to go. It's difficult in fantasy. It could be difficult in props. I find that a little bit here with the Cowboys receivers. There's so many good ones. All three are, are really in their own right stars. Cooper's great player. CD could be a great player starting this year. And Gallup's been a really good player. Of those three guys... When you think about props, think about who might be the lion's share of the, of the targets. What are you thinking? How would you play Cowboys props tonight if they're going to throw a lot? Do you see Lamb breaking out? Is it Gallup? Is it Cooper? What are you thinking on the Cowboys and how this might look? To me, I think Michael Gallup is the one guy I'm looking at because Amari Cooper, experienced veteran, going to get his yards, no question about that. Uh, C.D. Lamb, you know, the highly touted uh, second-year player, He's fine. I think Michael Gallup seems to be overlooked, even though I would consider him to be just as talented as the other two. And he's someone with a lot of versatility. You can play him out of the slot. You can play him on the outside. And I think he is the one, when you take a look at advanced uh, you know, weighted opportunities over the last couple of years, Michael Gallup has been pretty high uh, when you're looking at all the receivers in the National Football League. And to me, I think this is going to be no different where – you know, Cooper can get his, Lamb can get his. Gallup seems to be overlooked, and that's when those opportunities exist, especially in the prop market. Ed, you have the uh, week one NFL board of the numbers widely available right now. Uh, what, what is your favorite bet? My favorite bet is taking the Jets at, uh, it's been four and a half and five. It's kind of been moving around, but uh, I love the Jets here. Uh, against the Panthers in large part because I'm a big Zach Wilson fan. Uh, too many reasons uh, to respect his game out of BYU. When you look at his EPA per dropback numbers uh, in college last year, BYU was the fourth best offense in America. And I get strength of schedule last year makes things a little bit tricky in terms of really evaluating which offenses were the best, but there's a reason why he was picked number two overall. And you add to that, this offense has Corey Davis uh, coming from Tennessee. He is an underrated receiver. Elijah Moore, getting him in the draft, he was a, a real catch there. 
So now all of a sudden you're going from a Jets offense that was completely anemic and poorly coached to one that is coached significantly better, great quarterback, true weapons, some experience there as far as the veterans are concerned, and you're going up against a Panther team where, look, Sam Darnold may be a decent NFL quarterback. We don't know when you put him into a new system, but I'd rather take something, someone where, yeah, a rookie quarterback is an unknown, but there are a lot of factors in terms of what makes a good draft pick that make him really appetizing, especially with a, a big number like four and a half to five. Uh, I love the Jets there. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And Egros of FanDuel joining us here talking some football as we head towards week one tonight. The Cowboys and the Bucks kick off the NFL season. And let's stay in that division. A really interesting matchup. Miami at New England on Sunday. Tua, who you know became the starter last year in Miami, in and out, up and down. I, I'm not a big Tua guy. We'll see if he can improve in year two. And the other side, it's Mac Jones, rookie, Alabama. Well, what a quarterback room. All three of those guys now going to start in the NFL. Where do you lean in this game? It's New England, three-point home favorites against Miami. I really like the Patriots here, and I think the reason there are two reasons here, and specifically they involve Miami. Number one, I, I kind of push back on the idea that you need to give a quarterback time to grow and evolve and polish. I feel like with today's game, the, the state of football in general, that if you are someone with a lot of resources and you come from a great program, then you, you are almost NFL-ready, so to speak. And I think that that's what you should expect out of someone like Tua. And there were a couple of good performances, but there were a lot of clunkers as well. The other thing, too, when you look at this Miami defense, that's really what got them to the playoffs to begin with. But you can't expect that defense to have nearly as many takeaways as they did a season ago. Takeaways are not sticky from one, one season to the next. And so if the defense falls apart, yet Tua is still a big question there. Meanwhile, the Patriots have Mac Jones, who looked great in the preseason. I actually think that's an indicator for good things to come. Not to mention, the Patriots' defense gets some people back, and that should be fine, especially within that secondary. And so there are enough factors to me to say, yeah, I think the Patriots can take care of it. Ed, any other games that uh, really jump out that you have a strong opinion on in the NFL this weekend? So the Giants and Broncos, that one is interesting in part because if you, if you didn't have the quarterback position in football, then Denver should be a runaway favorite as far as that's <laughs> concerned. But because yeah. there are quarterbacks in football, uh, who's better, Teddy Bridgewater or Daniel Jones? I don't necessarily think that's too clear-cut because, look, Daniel Jones is a mobile quarterback, and so there are some possibilities there. 
Uh, with Bridgewater, he's coming into this new system, and yeah, I like his receivers more, but uh, what can we expect out of him? I, I'm not quite sure, and there are some advanced metrics that would suggest that, yeah, Daniel Jones can be turnover prone, but if that's nipped in the bud, so to speak, then he might actually pretty be pretty decent, and especially if you're laying two and a half there. Uh, I like the Giants at home. So there's a home dog, Eddie. Like any other dogs, there's some big ones this week. You know, some home dogs. Washington's a home dog. Um, and then some bigger, you know, spreads later on. Uh, obviously, the Lions are big home dogs. The Bears, big dogs. Any big dogs you like in terms of just either covering the number or winning outright? You know, the Houston one is interesting to me. Uh, Three-point dogs against Jacksonville. I, I know I've mentioned this on more ways before, but uh, the Jaguars, uh, I think they're an appealing bet to win the AFC South just because the, the rest of the division may not be very good. Uh, but, you know, Houston's interesting because uh, this is when you can kind of pull out, pull out all of your tricks. Uh, you know, I, I don't think Tyrod Taylor's a bad quarterback, uh, but, you know, there are some real position questions there all the way around. But if they're going to sneak up and get a week one victory, it might be in a division, you know, in the division at home week one, and then maybe they do what the Jaguars did last season and lose the remaining games. Uh, but that one seems to be pretty interesting. Uh, other than that, uh, you know, there aren't too many that, that are really screaming at me at this point. Uh, but still, it, you know, there's still time for things to move, right? Uh, with Ed Egros, he is our guest here. He does the football analytics show. Make sure you download it. Uh, Ed, well, what games in the college level are screaming at you this week? So, you know, one thing that I think is interesting if we look at, you know, sort of the landscape, and, and I'm based in Los Angeles, uh, I know because there's traffic everywhere, uh, but <laughs> it's funny that, like, a lot of people are knocking the Pac-12 because of uh, all the upset losses that happen in the North, but if you actually break it down by division, I would argue that the Pac-12 South is actually quite good. Uh, what UCLA did against LSU was impressive. I still think USC is the team to beat in that division. I think Utah is really good as well. Um, that division's not terrible. And so when you look at you know, some of the lines in terms of those games, I think there may, there may be some value just in part because uh, reputationally the Pac-12 took a hit, but I think it should be a little bit more focused than, say, you know, what you know, nationally is being said about the conference. And so there's, there's one as, aspect there. The other thing, too, that I think is interesting is – uh, this Ohio State game uh, is intriguing to me because I was in large part disappointed by all the national championship contenders in terms of what they showed us offensively, except for Alabama and uh, except for Ohio State. Uh, yeah, I know it was just one half uh, when the Buckeyes put it all together, but sometimes a half is all you need. And so I feel like Ohio State will pick up where they left off and then uh, you know, you have a young quarterback sort of figuring things out. And, you know, on-the-job training should be fine as far as that's concerned. And so for Ohio State, uh, I'm expecting a blowout win there. Ed, UCLA looked really good last week. We talked a little bit about them this week on the show. Um, to beat LSU the way they did, to blow them off the ball the way they did, it was impressive to watch. Are you buying in on UCLA really uh, surprising and being a, quite a good team this year? I am. I, I am. Uh, like I said before, I, I think the division is tougher uh, than maybe we're giving it credit for, and so I think there are going to be some interesting uh, you know, challenges there moving forward. Uh, but DTR is a great quarterback. We, we saw that. 
Uh, you know, he, he didn't throw a lot, uh, but when he did, he was effective. Uh, you know, ground game, offensive line, all of those things were impressive. And I think, too, uh, you know, you wish LSU didn't have the challenges that they did coming into that game. But at the same time, I look at it and go, I, I don't necessarily think fatigue or uncertainty in terms of preparing for the game had to do with being blown off the ball like that. I think that was more UCLA overpowering them. And that, you know, that makes me an LSU seller for sure. But it also means that UCLA, uh, you know, has enough impressive things going for it to where, uh, you know, that offense should be the quintessential Chip Kelly offense that we've been waiting for uh, for the last few years in Westwood. Uh, we've got about a minute left. Was there any one player that jumped up and you think that they came onto the Heisman scene? Well, uh, when you look at uh, what Alabama was able to do, uh, that to me was especially impressive. You know, one thing when I, when I look at, you know, sort of the Heisman odd situation is I never like the favorites because I think it's always going to be someone coming out of nowhere, uh, you know, mm-hmm. to snag it. Um, there were a lot of mid-major performances that I really, really liked. Uh, I wonder when that day is going to come where Heisman voters are willing to take an American Conference quarterback uh, or a Mountain West quarterback and really give them uh, their fair shake. I don't know if it's going to happen this year because, like, if, if uh, you know, Bryce Young out of Alabama uh, is able to make it work, then okay, you know, that he's going to win the award. Uh, but you've got some great, you know, American performances uh, that I think are, are worthy of some consideration. I just wonder if the mid-major thing is still something that we can't get over. Eddie Gross, check out the football analytics show that he does with Ed Fang of the Power Rank. Fantastic information there. All right, coming up next, the NFL kicks off this evening, and we're going to go prop shopping lightning bets in about 20, 25 minutes from now. So keep it locked here on BetQL Daily. The rest of the hour, we are presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.